0: Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. We published an article to Tech Today entitled Financial Market Data Ripe for Disruption. And we published it on the heels of news that was released last evening, whereby the SEC announced that they're going to, well, there's an SEC proposal to further democratize market data feed so that the public has stock price information or better access to stock price information that institutional investors have. So closing the information gap between institutional investors and, and uh, Main Street investors. And so the reason why I think it's interesting is because I think it's a precursor of what's to come. I think you'll see more of this, whether it's an SEC proposal or it sounds like, I mean, they didn't provide any details. It's just my assumption that the SEC would take on this effort in terms of making the service available. I can imagine other scenarios whereby the SEC further democratizes financial information so that Main Street investors can have access to certain elements of information that you would otherwise only find on a Bloomberg terminal or a FACSET terminal or Thomson Reuters slash Refinitiv slash soon-to-be-the-London Stock Exchange. I think increasingly, financial information is going to be submitted to the SEC in a form whereby it will be easier to ingest information as a user off of SEC's platform. And what I mean is I think it's going to be a lot easier to to leverage APIs and that that sort of thing to uh, ingest financial information, both structured and unstructured data to be able to ingest that information with a lot less effort around data cleansing And the reason why if you think about the incumbent service providers, facts at Bloomberg, Reuters, even ICE on the on the market data side, there's a, a fair amount of work still that has to be done around, data onboarding, data preparation, data cleansing. You you could leverage technology to a degree to help with that effort. There are firms that specialize in that effort and have been around for a number of years. The problem has been around for a number of years. But if the SEC works with filing companies so that when financial data is submitted, it can be submitted in a format that makes it easier for end users to capture that information in either a machine-readable format, and there's been work that's been done on that end, or just simply porting that information from the SEC into a, an Excel spreadsheet, as an example. Yeah, I think you're going to see more, more of that. And I think that the competitive barriers to entry that, that the incumbents have, which is largely the expense around data cleansing, data preparation, you, that, that expense is going to have to go away in large part. When you look at the, the mega trends around the end users right? So buy-side institutional investors. Increasingly, those assets are moving to passive investment vehicles, ETFs and such. So you have had and you'll continue to have fee compression. And so you've got revenue compression on the client side, but the cost of the financial technology vendors isn't getting any less expensive. So something's going to change there. So I suspect that you'll start to see fintech upstarts begin to nip at the heels of the incumbents and you're not necessarily going to have a, a fintech upstart that provides everything that Bloomberg provides out of the box. But maybe they'll just do financial estimates and they'll do it really well. Maybe they'll marry financial estimates, consensus estimates with transcripts, with advanced search capability, and provide that as a low-cost subscription service. And maybe you have a premium service uh, on, on top of that base subscription service that allows the average user to leverage tools like NLP and leverage those NLP tools to auto-populate, whether it be a spreadsheet or some other type of a workflow tool, auto-populate that tool with financial information without having to manually key it in. And so just kind of knowing the space after having spent 20 years in it, I think the way this evolves is you see services such as the one I described, and it gets rolled out direct to consumer, it gets rolled out in partnership with companies like Interactive Brokers who sell into private wealth managers, one-person, two-person shops. And these new services start to get traction with small asset managers, private wealth managers, small hedge funds, things like this. As younger people come up through the ranks in large asset managers like a Fidelity, like a T. Rowe Price, These tools gain traction with younger folks. And then over time, next thing you know, you've deplaced a big chunk of Bloomberg's business. That's how it's going to happen. Just because Bloomberg has been the the dominant player doesn't mean that 20 years from now they're going to be the the dominant fintech company. That hasn't been the case anywhere in software. Incumbents aren't the one that drive innovation and disruption anytime there's innovation and disruption in a a particular industry vertical. So let's see what comes of this SEC proposal. That's all for now. see you next time.